And my mom's calling. <laughs> I, I'm sorry, mom. It'll have to wait. I'll text you later. It's the 21st century. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to It Came From Netflix. This is episode four. Episode four. <laughs> that mysterious new voice, or familiar voice, if you actually listen to other episodes, is my friend Jason. Yay! And I'm Richard. And uh, today we're kind of mixing things up a little, and I think we're going to be changing the format of the show from now on, so we're going to try some new things. Um, so this one we're going to be actually taking a look at two movies that we watched on Netflix, obviously. And they both kind of share a similar uh, concept, I would say. Don't trust old people. Yeah, don't trust old people. (laughs) (laughs) And I felt that since Easter is this Sunday, it would be fitting to watch (laughs) two (laughs) satanic cult-related films. Yeah. So we watched House of the Devil and Rosemary's Rosemary's Baby. Too many S's. Not not Rosemary's Baby. That's a completely different movie (laughs) with a pig. Yeah, it's... Oh, I was thinking, like, you know how bay is the new, like... Oh, yeah. Um, term for babe? hmm So, I mean, it could be about a pig. Rosemary's Bay. A ghetto pig and his, uh, and his hoe, but... <laughs> but no. Oink, oink motherfucker. <laughs> no, we're talking about the Roman Polanski, uh, classic, Rosemary's Baby. Yep, yep. <laughs> Came out 68, right? Or was it 66? I can't remember. 69? Uh, <laughs> Probably 68. That's a I, I, sex thing. That's a sex thing. Speaking of a sex thing, I think I'm pretty sure Roman Polanski's like a um, got into some trouble. He did. He's not, he's not allowed back into the United no. States. And like watching the movie, there were some moments where I was just like, "Oh, <laughs> this is kind of uncomfortable." Just a little bit. <laughs> okay. So, um, yeah, I think let's start things off by talking about Rosemary's Baby since it's historically, or since it has more of an historical impact, I guess. Sure thing. Sure thing. So. I don't know. I don't know who isn't familiar with Rosemary's Baby. It's kind of one of those classics. I classics guess. that like you're kind of familiar with, even if you haven't seen it. But yeah. um, essentially, it's about this woman, Rosemary, and her husband, Guy. Guy. They didn't even bother giving him a real name. <laughs> um, they kind of they move into a new apartment, and like I guess he's a struggling actor. Well, he's a struggling actor. Yeah. Because they, she's constantly saying like, "Oh, he's only been on two shows." <laughs> And, and with some commercials. And some commercials. And he was in Luther. And Luther, but not that Luther. <laughs> but not that Luther. <laughs> I feel like if it came out now, she'd have to say that. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually about Martin Luther just going around nailing his, uh, what are they? His, like, proclamations or whatever. Yeah, what his can 99, I uh, proclamations. Nin- 99 problems. Yeah. <laughs> 99 problems, and the church is one. <laughs> So they move into this apartment, and they're kind of greeted by their neighbors, who are really overly friendly elderly folk. Yep. Which, um, 
kind of may or may not be in a satanic cult's intent on bringing the Antichrist around. <laughs> yep. And uh, there's some devil rape going on. Yeah, yeah. That was definitely that. <laughs> and then the Antichrist is... Well, yeah, the Antichrist is born. I, yep, yep. I don't really think... Uh, there's, there's a period... There's no ambiguity in that, for no, sure. No, yeah. I mean, before I watched it, like, recently, I, I felt like there was ambiguity. Uh-huh. Like, well, maybe it's the devil. But then, like, no, it's definitely... <laughs> <laughs> there's no ambiguity. Yeah, for sure. But um, I think one of the things I wanted to say was just kind of how... It was kind of strange how passive the main character was. Yeah, exactly. Like... I mean, it might have been a thing of the times, or maybe Roman Polanski just doesn't respect women, as he's later shown. Yes. <laughs> Especially if they're 13. Oh. Well, and it was even weirder when she got that pixie haircut. Or something. Oh, oh, yeah. She looks like a Vidalsasoon, the Vidalsasoon haircut. Yeah. <laughs> but, um... It's totally passive. It's like, oh, my my husband raped me in the middle of the night, and eh, whatever. Yeah, it, was, it wasn't even, like, a thing where she, like, you did what? <laughs> She's like, yeah. oh, well, you probably shouldn't have, I, I'm just gonna... I'm probably just gonna, shouldn't have done that. Oh, have do done I have that. scratch marks on me? I, I, I think I'm pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> it it was like Milton from Office Space, but, like, <laughs> so, uh, it annoyed me. She didn't, then she asked for a stapler. <laughs> yeah. I believe you have a stapler. <laughs> <laughs> when I watch movies, I watch them with subtitles. With subtitles, like, did you watch this, uh subtitles on netflix on this movie are terrible <laughs> i didn't but one thing i did notice was like how poor the quality was of the film overall yeah and like i guess that's a critique of netflix because i have it on um i believe i have it on the criterion edition blu-ray so it's like yeah. the cleanest cut possible yeah we have it we have it at uh on dvd too i think ali has it but it was on netflix and you know i was already on my xbox yeah but i i have an example of some of the bad s- subtitles like one of them it said sit down with the off Luis instead of sit down with the others it wouldn't finish words it said <laughs> instead of being a mother to your baby it said be a more to your baby I'm like okay what the heck is this well, distract- a little distracting maybe but it, was, it made me laugh they wanted her to be a more like yeah, Othello you, or something yeah you never know you never yeah know. why aren't you more like that Othello character <laughs> <laughs> I like this film but I feel like it's very dated yeah, I would say, I would say and that it's like sure. it's definitely old hollywood yeah or sort of that mid period but like yeah. i mean there were still some things that like that i thought were really like really awesome to watch like mm-hmm. pretty much the whole, the whole scene where she's uh kind of having her fantasy like right leading up to the rape where yeah. she's like kind of hallucinating oh yeah, yeah. And she's like walking around on the boat yeah uh, the pier and all that oh uh, uh, yeah where she's just naked just like walking around it's very unsettling yeah. very like like, like this is weird <laughs> But very like, effective. yeah, no, it was very effective, and especially like building that dread, and then, um, I mean, I think up to a point they did a good job in building up like the, are the neighbors evil? Like, yeah. what's going? What are the? What's their intent? All yeah. these things. Like ultimately, it is kind of dated, especially yeah. with how passive the uh, Rosemary, Rosemary ends up being. Yeah, exactly. I mean, at some point she does pull a knife out, and but that's like twenty seconds in a finish. <laughs> Yeah, well, pretty much towards the end of the movie, anyway. Yeah, it's pretty much near the end where she kind of like, which I thought was kind of cool. Where like I haven't really seen that in even films nowadays, where she's she like kind of is like, well, the Antichrist is here. I might as well be a good mother to him. <laughs> might as well. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he is my son after all. Yeah, like what you gonna do? <laughs> it's it's the Antichrist. I mean, I might as well be on his side so that nothing bad will happen to me until that moment exactly and I'll probably be dead just like that guy from the mummy (laughs) (laughs) 
it's just better to be on the right side of the devil than in his path, I think is what he said in that movie. Oh, wow. That That's a very good memory of The Mummy. <laughs> I, for some <laughs> the reason... The Brendan I'm... Fraser classic, The Mummy. <laughs> yep, I, apparently when I, I watched that movie a lot when it first came out. So did I, but I don't remember lines <laughs> from it. That's the only line I remember, apparently. I think I Coffee remember... is bringing it out of me. I only remember... A line from the second movie where they're saying emotep, and that's because I would make my cat like, like walk like, I don't know. It's it's hard to explain. I would have to show for emotep. Yeah, <laughs> Rosemary's baby. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't think there's too much to talk about. I mean, it's it's a good film, but it's like I think it would have to be something where you do you'd write an essay on it. Yeah, it's sort of a historical thing. But like, yeah. I mean, entertaining wise, it's. Kind of slow. Yeah, it started out slow, but it, it started picking up not too long into it. But yeah, it was no. slow at first. It, I mean, it's a it's intentionally slow because it's yeah. like a slow build up. It's a slow yeah. uh, burn just to get yeah. to that point. And um, what about the music? Like every night, it would jump between like I don't know, like maybe moody and like effective, but then like one second later when it starts to get intense, that trumpet was just throwing me <laughs> off completely. It sounded like the trumpet player was getting electrocuted as he was playing. <laughs> I thought yeah, I did feel like the music was kinda jarring at times. Yeah. Because like I mean the main score it, it I don't know if you're familiar with uh Dario Argento. Uh uh-uh. uh. Um well he's an Italian uh horror filmmaker. He, his music is very notable because um he basically has this band goblin mm-hmm. they uh it's like a great name for a band oh it's fantastic <laughs> and their music's really fantastic i'll have to send you some nice but like he uh they do some music that it doesn't seem like it would fit a horror movie like it's not traditionally yeah creepy horror music but like it really works for what it is nice and like nice. the main theme kind of reminded me of that where it's kind of like a little lullaby type yeah thing. definitely the lullaby for sure like i really like that but then like it would be put in at points where it didn't feel appropriate yeah or like well i guess and my mom's calling <laughs> I, i'm sorry mom it'll have to wait i'll text you later it's the 21st century <laughs> <laughs> the movie came out on june 6 1966 right that's what i'm told that's what i MDB thought it was me. more that the baby was born on oh the baby was born that's in right that's june right. 1966 yeah which is why they said it's set in 66 <laughs> but um I thought it was it was interesting. It was like, oh yeah, the baby's expected on June twenty eighth. I'm like, oh, that's after my birthday. <laughs> and I'm wondering, like, was the baby a day early? <laughs> Am I the Antichrist? That's but, what, that's what it's trying yeah. to tell you. The movie was the entire movie was made back then just so it could tell you that you're the Antichrist. I mean, that'd be fun. Just being in the theater, like, hey, wait a minute, <laughs> <gasps> this is speaking to me. <laughs> Man, they had a lot of foresight. It's like, that explains why I can talk to snakes. <laughs> what did he think about, like, the husband character? Oh, I did not like him. I really hated him by the end of the movie. <laughs> like, do you th- like, intentionally hated, or was, did you just, or do you think it went above and beyond? Because, uh... like, to me, like, I thought it was interesting that, like, it kind of felt like he made a deal with the devil. Yeah, pretty much. And, I mean, it's he made a deal with the devil for, like, a better career. Yeah. But then, like, he went from, like, this kind of more, like... Suave guy, and it's sounded like, yeah, yeah, the devil, and then the devil's work. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like pretty much. a sniveling little, like, ah, just someone you want to, like, smack. Yeah, exactly. I think they named him Guy, just so I can make the joke that I hate that guy. <laughs> no, I mean, I really, I hated him, but, like, I really liked that aspect of it, where it was, like, they didn't, like, feel the need to, um, 
go above and beyond with like him saying oh i did it because of this and that it yeah. just kind of flowed naturally like yeah. they kind of set it up with oh this other actor mysteriously went blind yeah like though it did kind of bug me how like like i mean it could have been more subtle in other parts like where suddenly the doctor's dead or suddenly yeah. this person's murdered yeah suddenly hutch is dead like oh yeah well was hutch was the girl right no that was the, oh no the no guy, that was the, the guy that, that, the that guy. gave him the book that gave Sorry, him the book i forget most of the secondary characters that's not rosemary <laughs> not... i had to write it down and make sure i remembered it's not... and even then i'll still forget yeah. <laughs> but um I, I wish it was more ambiguous there or at least like kind of left a little to the imagination oh, yeah because like i think when it did that it really worked and then when it kind of was on the nose it was like well it's the 60s (laughs) (laughs) it was a different time it was roman Roman polanski's first movie yeah it's where he could have where a woman could get raped in the film it's like hey see what's wrong with that i mean this woman she's okay with being raped why why can't the rest of the world except (sighs) for italy apparently (laughs) apparently (laughs) or france i don't know i did not know he directed the pianist oh yeah he did that Mm. It kind of really sucks, because like he's making films today that are really good, but then you remember... <laughs> that he's a horrible person. he's a horrible person. It's like, ah, oh, why can't you just not be horrible? That is the, the hard part about art. Yeah. Is you have to... Sometimes a person who does incredible things is a terrible person, and you have to let the art stand for itself. Yeah, that's kind of one of those, like, questions that I ask people. It's like, well, let's say you were given this great gift like you make the most amazing paintings or you're the greatest heart surgeon that ever lived Mm -hmm. but in order to do that you have to kind of touch a few kids or (laughs) you have to like make weird art with dead animals (sighs) at the same time like do you think you would do that some sort of weird taboo (laughs) yeah well yeah taboo or something where it's like you would definitely go to jail (laughs) definitely like me what this is a higher level than taboo i guess yeah yeah like i would play that taboo game where it's like (laughs) asking these hard questions (laughs) but i don't know it's just something to think about because it's like well can you live with um appreciating their art yeah but knowing they're a terrible person like that's kind of a question you have to ask every time you watch i one of roman roman Polanski's films like the pianist or um ghostwriter which is a really good film i don't know if you saw that one i haven't actually you and mcgregor really good Ah, and pierce brosnan Ah, nice, nice. So, never thought you'd want to see him in the same film, but <laughs> <laughs> they found um, a way to make it work. Yes. Okay, so the second film that we watched was The House of the Devil, which is... I'm personally biased towards this film, because it's one of my favorite horror films. I I had a feeling. Like, (laughs) when those last 20 minutes kicked in, I'm like, I feel like I've seen this movie. Oh, there you go. Yeah, I kind of ripped (laughs) off moments from it. And uh, I made a short film um, kind of spoofing the demonic cult genre of horror called uh, The Final Sacrifice. 
And I definitely pulled a lot from this movie. <laughs> uh, but it, I, I, and then I forgot really... that I did that until I rewatched <laughs> this film. I'm like, oh yeah, I did that. <laughs> like, oh, so that's where he got this from. Yeah, it's like, oh yeah, that's where I got this shot. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that, that uh, Final Sacrifice is good. You should check it out. And definitely uh, look, look out for the guy in the mask. Yeah, the that one guy. That one guy in the mask. <laughs> Who might have a voice if you're um, listening to this that sounds familiar. Which one did you play? Uh, oh, the, yeah, you the, were the one who the one that, got the wrong house. The one that got the wrong house, yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so, like, the last cultist that the main cultist talks to. Yep. Um, anyway. Well, you know what? Yeah, check that out. I'm going to plug my short film. Like, I'll plug it for you. <laughs> normally, I don't really like the films that I work on just because, like, I don't know, they never live up to my thoughts. But that one, actually, I even enjoy. I mean, I'm pretty hard on myself sometimes. That movie was Giggity. good. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <Nah. laughs> I'm yeah. having an effect on you. Yes, you are. It felt like the director watched Rosemary's Baby and then, like, they had some of the same thoughts that I had. And it's like, you know what? I'm not going to, like, show my cards until the final act. Yeah, for sure. I Which that. definitely, like, I think did it, did a lot of good for it. Yeah, that final act was really intense. Like... It was kind of slow, like, all the way up to it, but when, like, when that hard cut happened, like, right when she passed out towards the end, it was just, like, boom, 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 all the way through for yeah. the last 20 minutes. Well, even when it when it comes back from the cut, it's doing the quick cuts to yeah. the candle and the moon. Yeah. And it's even doing the boom, boom, boom. <laughs> that's kind of funny that that's how you worded it. It was but, subliminal. Um, it was planted in my head. I really, I mean, I don't know. I like horror films that kind of set up where they're not horror films and then yeah. it kind of turns into one like yeah, it reminded sure. me of psycho where like it kind of starts out with a completely different plot she's yeah. like oh i moved into this amazing what was it a house or a duplex what is that i think it was a house because like it was a two-story thing but like there's no way that yeah. she would just be like ah you don't have to do payments on <laughs> i don't know it might have been a house but like it was sure, the she 80s gets... you know it's a different time yeah it's a period i would never know <laughs> But so she's like, she moves into this new apart or new house. I keep wanting to say apartment because of Rosemary's baby. <laughs> and she's like, oh, how am I going to pay for this? And like, it kind of leads into the horror. Yeah. Where it's like, she finds this amazing opportunity that turns out to be too good to be true. Yep. And like, rewatching it this time, I kind of picked up on all the moments where everyone's like, this isn't a good idea. You <laughs> yeah. shouldn't do this. For sure. Everybody like, warned her. <laughs> everyone warned her. And there were so many warning signs. And it's it's kind of like a caution. I would say it's a cautionary tale. Like, listen to those signs. <laughs> and uh, don't trust old people in this don't movie Don't trust either. old people. Don't trust Tom Noonan, <laughs> who if you saw Manhunter, you should know not to trust him. Also, he's freakishly tall. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he pl- he plays... If you've seen Manhunter, he plays like the Red Dragon, which is... It's mm. a Hannibal. You know Hannibal? Yeah, yeah. The Red Dragon. He's the original one, and that's uh, it's pretty creepy because uh, he's very tall and very like soft spoken, and oh yeah, it's yeah. unsettling. Definitely. And this one, it's definitely more like <laughs> it was very uncomfortable with him because yeah. like I've talked to people that talk like that, uh-huh. and it's just like it makes me think of this film. It's like uh... <laughs> I'm gonna try and impregnate me with Satan's baby. <laughs> I like that about this. How there wasn't really like it was definitely more of like a ritual pregnancy yeah. rather than an actual yeah active force and there was no naked people naked old people standing no like around it, in was, a circle. it was it was <laughs> they're all clothed they're all clothed in this one i forgot about that until i saw it again <laughs> like, and it's like oh yeah this happens <laughs> but um yeah it was very a very tasteful like it's probably the best pg-13 
horror film that I've seen in a while. Is it PG-13? What's it? I don't know. I'm going to have to check that now. Yeah, I don't know if it's PG-13, but it felt very PG-13. Like, if maybe if there was language. Yeah, maybe. But, like, it, it's like a film where it's like, you know what? I think kids should be able to watch this. Like, <laughs> it's it's a horror film for the whole family. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. No, it's rated R. Oh, wow. <laughs> yep. Okay. Well, then scratch that. <laughs> Adults only. <laughs> yep. Don't take your kids. You're, Don't take your kids. You're, you're gonna, you seriously were going to take your kids to see this? How you're a horrible you. parent. How dare <laughs> it's you? It's about the devil. <laughs> it's about a woman, a college student being impregnated with the spawn of Satan. How would you even think? Uh, <sighs> my film, The Final Sacrifice, however, is family friendly. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, so, like... Oh yeah, well you know it would be R because the whole her friend's head getting blown oh yeah off. that is true <laughs> I totally forgot about that I, I'm getting shot off by graveyard guy oh man so yeah I think this film like up until that point it's it totally has a very ambiguous build up where it's yeah. like well I mean obviously it's called House of the Devil so where yeah. what are you expecting but it's I was, like I was expecting like something to do with the house when I when I first started yeah like you don't exactly know what's gonna happen but you know something sinister is yeah. lurking around the corner yeah exactly and i really liked how it was shot because it definitely was like uh it was a throwback for sure oh yeah but like i remember when i first saw it like i didn't see the date it was filmed I was like huh this is a neat little 80s <laughs> yeah flick it's like and oh then... what it came out in 2009 what? <laughs> and it's like a lot of the things where it's just like zooming in mm-hmm. uh instead of like tracking it or doing something it, it uses techniques from the 80s yeah to get it on like almost every level which i really loved yeah definitely and like i really haven't seen that again until like recently when well last night when we i watched uh it follows with hector and that was a fantastic <laughs> movie but that's a story for another day <laughs> or a really long facebook post that i made today um but uh yeah so i think house of the devil is hands down like it's one of the best like demonic cult films and i it made me really fall in love with that director who well now has made films that i don't really care for but you <laughs> win some you lose some right yeah i mean if that's his one like claim to fame then so be it like it was a really good film yeah also like the soundtrack oh yeah i really like the music and of course you can't go wrong with one thing leads to another <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the little uh, every every horror film needs a little montage. <laughs> yep, a little bad dancing montage that that ends with you breaking a vase. Oh yeah, then or is it Voss? Oh no! Voss. <laughs> well, yeah, I got to find out about all the sinister things somehow. Exactly. So, um, what better way than through a montage? <laughs> so you had a lot of notes there, Jason. What what did you write down? Um, these are my reactions as I was going down. Let's see. Spent a lot of time talking about the eclipse. Uh, just me trying to, fi- me eventually figuring out that this took place in the 80s. <laughs> eventually? Yeah, because I started like, she has a cassette player. Either this is in the past or she's poor. Oh, wait, she's both. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, like, they're really pushing that pizza place. Is it part of the plot? Is pizza involved in the plot? Turns out it was. <laughs> Turns out it was. Pizza's... Pe- the pizza looked really good in this film. No, nah, not that first place. That first place they ate pizza at was terrible. Pizza looked terrible. Yeah. Well, then again, I am kind of stuck with like Little Caesars quality since there's one uh, built into my store. Uh, so it's like, why. oh, it's pizza. You have a low set of standards. Yeah. But yeah, Graveyard Guy was Pizza Guy. I knew it. <laughs> His name's Victor, right? I'm just going to call him Graveyard Guy. 
<laughs> I don't think his name matters much. No. He gets like stabbed in the eye later on. So yeah. you know that, that he, threw me off guard. He gets his he I gets actually, his yeah. just desserts. I actually haven't seen a lot of horror movies, but like those last twenty minutes, like or at least the last ten minutes, like when she runs to the graveyard, I'm like, I get the weird feeling I've seen this before. Like from this point on, like when she shoots herself in the head and then in the hospital, I'm like, I feel like I've seen this before. Which is weird, because I don't remember. So you've never? So it's just like yeah. a weird deja vu experience? Maybe. Maybe I saw That's it on a past life. Maybe. Which would be or... weird, because it came out in 2009. I don't know, because like, to me, like I feel like some of the better horror films, like they pull from other genres or, yeah. to do that. And okay. like, like I made the Psycho comparison, into which it does switch. Like It's in the middle of one plot, and then yeah. switches gears right away. Yeah, exactly. Into something else, which... I, that's something that's really cool. Yeah. Like, um, oh man, I just want to talk about It Follows. You need to see that. It's a really good, it's another good throwback film. Nice, nice. But to like John Carpenter type stuff. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. if you like Halloween or Prince of Darkness, nice, nice. watch that. Yeah. I yeah. actually haven't seen very many horror movies. Oh man. Daisy is very much more the horror movie person. Really? Yeah, that's for surprising. sure. Yeah. I like I'd don't actually... like horror. Oh no, she loves horror movies. Why aren't we friends? Why does she hate me? <laughs> uh, probably because okay. you're here instead of with her. <laughs> that's a good reason to hate me. <laughs> it's okay. She's still, she's still asleep. Oh, that's good. I let her sleep in today. What was it? Uh... Oh, that is that would be kind of creepy just sneaking out there. <laughs> it's like I must be quiet so I can record this podcast. <laughs> She'll never know. She'll never know. <laughs> Especially when we post it online. <laughs> With my name on it. Uh, she doesn't listen. <laughs> One last thing. It didn't feel like it was being overt. It was being more ambiguous, which yeah. is something that is uh, a lot different than modern horror movies. Like, if it was, like, a modern, like, trying to be modern, it would, like, overtly say the old guy in that graveyard probably would have said five times, you're carrying the spawn of Satan. That is Satan's child. <laughs> but they didn't overtly state that. <laughs> they didn't dumb it down for the audience. Oh my gosh, yeah. I'm so glad they did that. It's... I'm like, oh, thank God. I'm so tired of that. <laughs> Seriously. Like, okay, so, a tangent. Um, so we went to see It Follows last night, me and Hector, and the trailer, they played the trailer for Insidious 3, I haven't seen any of those movies. They're terrible. They're atrocious films. And everyone's acting like it's a second coming of Jesus Christ in horror. <laughs> and it's not. It's just more of the terrible, like, jump scare, jump scare, jump scare. Over-explain things. Over-explain things. <laughs> oh, it's let's explain everything. Jump scare. Over-explain. Jump scare. Over-explain. Jump scare. Over-explain. <laughs> and then Darth Maul appears. <laughs> and it's it's so like bad. And it's so poorly done. And everyone loves it. It's stupid horror for stupid people. <laughs> and like... Like, so they played the trailer for that. It was full of like 20 jump scares at least. Wow. And they try to make Tiptoe to the Tulips creepy. <laughs> like... By not playing the original Tiny Tim, by doing someone doing the creepy tiptoe through the tulips thing, but all like creepy and slow. It's like, that's not creepy, that's just kind of dumb. Yeah. It's a happy song. Yeah, let's just put it in a minor key and slow it down. Yeah. That'll make it, that'll make it creepy, right? Ugh. And, and and even in the trailer, they over-explained everything. It was so obnoxious. And then the movie, It Follows, they gave the bare minimum of information that you need. Yep. And didn't explain anything, and it was glorious. It was amazing. Yep. It was so ambiguously wonderful. Go see it! <laughs> <laughs> I hope it's on Netflix so I could have an episode dedicated to it, because it is fantastic. But, likewise, House of the Devil. 
does not overexplain things. It doesn't. It the exposition it gives, it's sort of like kind of tertiary where it's like the TV shows or the news is talking about the the eclipse. Uh, the eclipse and there's posters for it. But it's like it's not really something where you like where it's like, "Oh, hey, remember this. It's going to come back later." Yeah. It's that. It's like where it's not like, "Oh, people like to say that satanic cults like to uh do their rituals on lunar eclipses." Like, such as the one that is happening tonight. Nothing nothing like that. And then even, like, the old guy who's saying, like, oh, yeah, I mean, he does kind of say something, but it's, like, a throwaway line kind of saying, like, oh, yeah, I know people don't like to, like, be in houses like this because of what's happening tonight. And people kind of get weirded I'll, out. get weirded about by all those horror movies you kids watch or whatever. Yeah, but it's like, oh, yeah, it's not one of those. No, we're good. We're good people. <laughs> We're good people. You're definitely not in a horror movie right now. Yeah. I mean, that's not bleachy And smell. then he looks right at the camera and yeah. says... <laughs> and <I'm>, smiles. <laughs> but I'm Tom Noonan, noted horror actor. <laughs> yeah, no, it's just such a refreshing film. Especially when you think about it, like... I kind of want to compare the films, because, like, I kind of saw some things that one film did better that the other didn't do as well. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I think, like, House of the Devil kind of does a lot of the things a little better... Mm-hmm. Like, with the cult members, I think they're kind of drawn a little bit... They're well, they're a bit more round, rounder characters. Yeah. And they, they act a bit more not-so-one-dimensional. Yeah. Like, in Rosemary's Baby, there's that one... The one cultist, when she, like, wakes up and she's, like, kind of sitting by, by her bedside. Yeah. And at the end where she's rocking the crib way too fast. <laughs> by any standards. Yeah. Even if it's the devil. Even even which standards. Yeah. No. You do... That's going to cause damage. <laughs> Especially if it's the Antichrist. you got to be careful with you, that. Yeah, you don't want the Antichrist <laughs> being mad at you. Yeah. It's, she's just... Ugh. Like, I hated that character because it's like, <laughs> this character makes no sense as a human being. Yep. And then in uh, House of the Devil, it was very much like like the graveyard. Well, you called him graveyard guy, <laughs> I which did. I don't get because he's not in the graveyard. <laughs> he, he was. That's when uh, he ran into the Samantha chick. That was the graveyard. I thought there was just like in nah, a she pulled into the, she pulled in like to the side of the road right next to the graveyard. Oh, like, I didn't even see the graveyard. Wow. Yeah, yeah like I put Good it on eye. my notes. Like, why are you pulling over to smoke at a graveyard? What is wrong with you? <laughs> I never noticed the graveyard. I just saw her pull over to smoke. Like, that was weird to me. Like, why'd you pull over to smoke? But that must have been a thing. It was the 80s, you know? Everybody smoked back then. Yeah. And everybody smoked at graveyards. Yeah, but, like, um, like with him, like, I kind of liked how he was being creepy, but, like, kind of not, like, revealing just how creepy he is. It's just kind of like, yeah. oh, hey, yeah, I'm not creepy. Don't be creeped out by me. Have a cigarette, see? Everything's Boom! Cool. Shoot your head Boom! Off. Yeah. <laughs> Which I'm like, well, that just happened. Yeah. <laughs> Incredibly graphic. <laughs> it was, and it just came out of nowhere. Yeah, but, like, I mean, the point with that is that, like, apart from the Tom Noonan character, who's, like, a little bit more obvious in his creepiness, yeah. it's still, like, they're very reserved, they're very, like, we're just kind of eccentric older folk. Yeah. Not, like, not these overbearing people who want to find out every aspect of your life. Yep cook food for you yeah i mean here's a note for any satanic cults out there if you're trying to get like a girl to trust you do not like invade on her personal (laughs) life in every aspect or cook her food and like demand that she eats things or that she wears this nasty pendant watch out for the tannis root (laughs) oh yeah that nasty Uh, pendant i forgot about that yeah i mean i wouldn't wear that Rosemary, come on, get your life together. <laughs> get your shit together, Rosemary. Honestly, if you're not going to stand up to yourself, 
You deserve it. I mean, not the rape, obviously, but like, if you're just not gonna be like, okay, this this is not cool. We've these are some red flags. Yeah. But I mean, I guess that is an aspect that kind of carries over into House of the Devil. But and that at least there, she's kind of led by like, desperation. Yeah, it's desperation at least, so not just passive womanness. Yeah. Or by ways As, of Roman Polanski, yeah, just displayed by a man who takes advantage of women. Uh, yeah. Of the two films. Which do you think is the like? Do, would you say that one's better than the other? They're both great films, or uh, neither are great. I think I liked House of the Devil more, just because uh, it's not as dated, but it definitely is like taking aspects from that from that time period from the from the eighties films and doing like I don't know maybe an homage to it. It yeah. it's paced better, and the last twenty minutes really justifies the long build up to it for sure because i guess like it's listed as a horror slash mystery i want to say like the first i don't know like three quarters of the movie is definitely mystery yeah and then the horror kicks in at the last like the last 20 well, minutes and those last 20 minutes are definitely definitely packed quite a punch yeah no i definitely agree like i said before that house of the devil is one of my favorite horror films like i've i've drawn from it um, several times final sacrifice final sacrifice <laughs> But like it's definitely, uh, it's definitely the I would say the superior film of the two only because like I think it'll age better. Yeah. And well, I mean it's set in the '80s, so like it's kind of got that period piece going for it. And those yeah. films tend to like last a little better. Yeah. I mean it is a modern film ultimately, so like it is our modern conventions that we're like, okay, yeah, this makes sense to us. Yeah. So I don't know how much I can fault Rosemary's Baby to that extent, but at the same time, I it's still holds up better yeah and it's definitely a creepier film and like it it has more nuance to it which rosemary's baby doesn't really have and the score is better yeah definitely Um, you don't have a trumpet player that's going on a seizure (laughs) yeah yeah i mean i would still say to check out rosemary's baby it is classic. yeah it's a classic for a reason but i think it's more like i mean we've spoiled a lot of things that happens in the films but, like, I don't think there's really... That's really reason not to watch it. Because it's not like there's a twist that happens. Yeah. It's more of just, like... It's more of like riding a roller coaster. Like, if you're saying, like, oh, there's a big drop. Yeah. That's not a spoiler. That's, like, well, it's warning you for stuff to ha- that comes. Like, we're still not gonna... You're not gonna get the full effect until you see it. Yeah. And then there's a corkscrew and a double helix. <laughs> and if you're going on Viper, there's actually three loops. <laughs> Hashtag six flags. Uh, and then it'll break down on you. Yeah. So be prepared for that. <laughs> Stuck upside down for three hours. Yeah. Have fun. <laughs> but um, <laughs> unlike six most Six Flags rides, Ask the Devil does not break down. And it wasn't remade into a miniseries on TV. Oh, yeah. That's another thing. What's the deal with that? Why would you remake that? That's I stupid. I hadn't seen the original all the way through, but I could tell it was almost doing it like like homage to it like i guess like almost shot for shot maybe at some points was it a lot of people were like if you're gonna do like the same movie completely like 100 percent, why did you even bother could you just (laughs) let let the old movie just stay the way it was yeah but that movie's not going anywhere yeah i don't actually don't remember much of it now that i think about it (laughs) just remember that it happened um, and i didn't finish watching do you remember if there if it was like if it's like gotham where it's like where it hints it's like where someone like where the penguin character makes all these references that he's going to be the penguin later on, and it's annoying and it beats you over the head with it. Do you remember uh, anything like that? I don't think so. 
I don't think it was that that overt. If I if I remember correctly, then again, I was so long ago and I can't barely remember yeah. it. Because that's I mean, who am I again? Where am I? <laughs> what is this place? It's the apartment. Oh God, the Roman Polanski! What are you doing here? <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Well, I think we're far too old. <laughs> yes, and we're the wrong gender. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, he's, now he's he's walking away, <laughs> shaking his head. <laughs> Not our fault. <laughs> so yeah, to wrap things up, check out House of the Devil. I Ooh, highly recommend it. I think Jason also I, recommends that. I do, which it, is which is good because I don't watch a lot of horror movies. Yeah, you've got one but horror also lover a, and I'm, one yeah. guy who doesn't really watch too many horror films. Yep, exactly. Go watch Final Sacrifice as well. Watch <laughs> yes. that one first. <laughs> watch that one first so it feels fresh. <laughs> okay, yeah. That's that's our episode. Woo. Thanks thanks for listening. Like, comment, and subscribe. Like, comment. Yeah, like, comment, and subscribe. <laughs> and uh, if you have any questions or suggestions... Write them uh, down you know what? and mail them to Roman Polanski in Italy somewhere. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, address them to Roman Polanski. And tell him to not being not be such a dick, you know. <laughs> just kind of treat women with respect and stuff. And no means no. Yeah, no means no. <laughs> and watch out for the spawn of Satan. Oh yeah, watch out. I mean, maybe that's what he was doing. Maybe he watched his film and was like, you know what? I'm onto something here. <laughs> Let's see if I can. Maybe if I assault enough women, I can bring about the Antichrist. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and with that, I'll say goodbye.